Hey guys, happy Friday. Happy Friday, TJ. We had a good show today. Nick, great show today. We were joined by Sam Richmond from Bleacher Report Betting, your old buddy from the MIZ. Yeah, the old MIZ out there in Las Vegas, Nevada, works for BR Betting, and uh, talked about his betting experiences with without any sports going on and how he's actually doing better now betting on iRacing, NASCAR virtual racing, and the NFL draft than he has done betting college football nfl and nba so that was kind of an interesting factoid dj it was a you say the word fact you don't say factoid but we also had a game going on it was weird shit sold on the internet we uh did a little bit of that we had a couple of funny clips we had too of uh coronavirus horse racing nick I love the uh, coronavirus horse racing. That was my favorite part of the show. It was a very, very funny little little blip. And we also had our, our best save that moments of April 2020. So. Yes, a lot of good ones. I mean, we were all on fire this month, and uh, I, I think uh, Tally would appreciate our, our wonderful performance all around. Yeah, it should be a fun new host rankings here in a couple of weeks. Well, guys, That's you can it. go follow us at BruceBOTB. You can get involved on the show at any point in time in your day, in your weekend, at night, you know, in the morning with your cup of coffee. You can give in us a call. In your sleep if you're like Walter. In, in in your sleep 314-877-8597 is the number 314-877-8597 make sure to go check out all our blogs and everything online at brews on the balcony.com all right guys enjoy the show well hello you're listening to brews on the balcony with tj weber so I got to show my boobs. And Nick Gale. Hey there, Big Daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Oh, hey, Nick. Oh, TJ. What's up, dude? Bruce on the balcony live, 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 live on this Friday. Live. Oh, my gosh. Love to see it. Love to see it. Sunshine outside, still amidst the global pandemic, TJ. But we're here. We're here. We're bumping. Yeah, we got a big show today too. First big guest in uh, quite a while, actually. Got new graphics again. You got the bumper open. You saw my pathetic beer mile performance there. A little blast from the past. Sometimes you got to remind people, uh, you know, where what happened in the past. You got to go to back to the yeah, vault and show yeah. them how terrible you are at sports and everything else. You know, that's the sometimes uh sometimes you just gotta relive a relive a punishment. That's what we did. Yeah. That's what we did. Well you can but, get involved, uh, Nick, if you want. You can get man. involved by calling in, uh leaving a voicemail at three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. You can always go back on the uh, Facebook comment line, leave your, your comments, your takes, your uh your shit for Nick, whatever you want to do down there on uh on our Facebook comment section. So Nick your thoughts on uh, our guest today? We have Sam Richmond from BR Betting. That's Bleacher uh, Report Betting from Las Vegas. My boy. To uh, kind of update us on how his job's been. No sports going on, and uh, yeah. how the betting landscape has changed. Uh, his role in Vegas, because I, I tell you what, that's a really cool way to to go through life as a working and gambling and uh, and work in Las Vegas. So. Yeah, Sam, my boy from Mizzou, uh, going to join us there. Like I said, from BR Betting, he's been betting a lot of iRacing, racing, so he's going to he's going to tell us how his how his performance has been going with no sports. He's found uh, s- some virtual sports to bet on, so we're going to check that out. Uh, also, got a little game game action later on in the show, uh, so it's a it's going to be a spicy one today. So it's you can follow us isn't at the Bruce iRacing? TV on social. He does yeah. like iRacing racing or something, doesn't he? 
Yeah, iRacing. That's what it's called. It's, it's virtual NASCAR racing. Nice. Yeah, I, so, I, yeah. Uh, I've heard of it, but I don't know why that's so big. I mean, I've kind of like looked into it and seeing what what it's all about, but it seems like uh, I don't know. Like, it, do they actually race like on the computer? Is it like controller? Yeah. Well, they have they have the whole setup. Like they have the 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 whole like steering wheel, pedals, everything. It's like a four hundred six hundred dollars setup that they have that that replicates the what it's like sitting in the car and so it, it's they're actually like essentially in the car racing and they have spotters and everything that are calling it out for them uh and, and like the camera angles and stuff of, the, of these races make it look pretty realistic yeah so i mean it, it's about the closest thing that you can come to, to real sports you know some of the some of the games being played are like simulated madden games or sim, simulated mlb the show games but the players you know they're just playing with the controller but the eye racing is more is is more realistic because you can have you know jimmy johnson or clint boyer or jeff gordon in there racing and the announcers are also calling the races remote so it sounds like if you're watching it online you can uh hear the announcers calling the race just like you normally would with all the camera angles and so they'd be like yeah you know jeff gordon taking the early lead out he out here at darlington now uh let's uh the number 12 car is coming up on the inside let's who the hell is in the number 12 car and it's like johnny little 12 year old johnny who's racing <laughs> against these guys they, wait they, they do it his, they go up they against like his random his people they don't go up against just yeah, NASCAR yeah, like racers? anybody oh that's sick. anybody can race you you pay, you pay like a league you have to pay like league fees to actually race but anybody can compete you know they they can have professional nascar racers or they can have like like I said, like a twelve year old from from Boise, Idaho, out there uh, competing against each other, and like some of the kids that. are really no, that, are really good too. That's that's, that's legit. I didn't know. I knew they were just doing eye racing like against each other. I didn't know they had like yeah. random like twelve year old kids against like you know Kevin Harvick. That's pretty sick. Yeah, like I said, there's there's some racers out there that are actually pretty decent. You know, uh, pretty high level. It, it, it's interesting. I told a story once before, but I don't know if it was. Uh, it was Brad Keselowski, or I, I, I want to say it was Brad Keselowski that was an iRacer, and then before he ever drove for NASCAR, and then so he got picked up by a team, and then he he joined NASCAR, and then uh, I forget what the the main series is called, and won he he won the whole thing like he he, he won the season after never actually racing in a race car before he nice. was only racing through uh through iRacing online. But but essentially, like I said it's about the same thing. So Sam's going to tell us about that. He he said he's actually won more off of iRacing than he has off of college football and uh, and basketball betting NBA or his two normal sports and sports were still going on. You know what's funny? Yeah. I actually I actually can see that because you know sometimes college football and, and NFL you think you know a ton and people are like oh I'm an expert on this and then all of a sudden they yeah. just tank and they suck. Or whatever happens, like you, you go against the the Bengals back in the day. This is what my dad would do. He'd go against the Bengals, and then freaking Andy Dalton would just tear him apart. Or the opposite, he would take Dalton, and Dalton would just suck. So you just can't tell. But i racing is kind of a kind of a coin flip. You know, it's like it's like betting on heads bit. or tails, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't know what the odds are when it comes to uh, what what the spreads are when it comes to i racing. If they're you know harder to harder to bet against, or if the money's money really moves it back and forth. Um, like I said, if you're just picking a racer to win or finish top 10, I guess the spreads would be better for finishing top 10. Trying to pick a racer to win a, a specific race is, is going to be pretty tough. But uh, if you win, I guess your odds are going to be – the payout's going to be pretty nice. So interesting to see how it all shakes out. We'll hear from Sam here in a little bit, uh, 9 o'clock, top of the hour. 
and the heel calling from Las Vegas and tell us about Vegas and his uh, his shenanigans going on out there. Yeah, if you got questions for Sam too, drop them in on the uh, Facebook comment line. Uh, Nick, we have a couple quick hits here today. Um, you know, I I just wanted to bring this up because I know we've been talking about it, but I mean, this has finally hit my my breaking point now with quarantine. Um, you know, I. I, I'm lucky you're to done. be. You're, you're you're over. Well, it. I just I, I want to go do things. I know there's other people. Like don't bullshit. don't don't at me because I'm like you know I, I'm one of those guys that I still get to Light be them working up. and Light stuff. Them up. I still get to be working and everything. I'm not bitching about oh I can't go to the bar. But as far Cancel as entertainment, I can't. <laughs> I'm getting tired of being at home, Nick. So I yeah. I, I told Laura yesterday I almost got in the car with her and just drove to Kansas City just to go just to go. I we could not. We could not have done anything else, but I'd rather would just she, have gone. She, she's going to Kansas City? No, I, I was saying, like, I wanted to go to Kansas City just to get out and go somewhere else and see something new. Oh, just new. to drive. Even if, like, Make we sure didn't you... do anything. Is that is that stupid? Is that sad that I wanted to do that? You just wanted to go out for a nice drive. Correct. Just you want to drive around. That's all I wanted you can't to do. do. Anything when you, you you wouldn't be able to do anything when you get to Kansas City, though. There, there's nothing that's, going on That's there. the thing. And I'm, But I'm sitting there going, Yeah, you all just right, waste gas money. If we get out there and we get a hotel, it's stupid but like I, this is the way i was thinking if we get a hotel get room a nice rate there's a there's a ton of barbecue out there we can still get a ton of great barbecue bring it back to the hotel and like eat and hang out and then i don't know like i, I was at a point where See, i was just like i need a new environment and laura and i were about to go to kansas city i'm too much of a cheap bastard to 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 spend that money because I just see that that's a waste of gas and and a waste of money on food in a hotel and and you can't really get the full enjoyment that the great city of Kansas City offers uh, by doing that during quarantine time. However, I'm not a cheap bastard. <laughs> Laura said, "What about Cooper?" Laura, I'll watch your dog. You guys can go to Kansas City. I'll, I'll take care of the dog. Uh, I'm not a cheap bastard because I'm getting a haircut today. All right, we're going underground. <laughs> we're going underground. We're going to St. Charles because they're. They uh they have haircuts apparently now. So we're going to pay my dad's hairstylist a a, a visit. And she normally she normally operates out of a salon, but we're going over to her house nice. getting this haircut, getting this flow taken care of. Well, that's good. That's good. I I don't know. I was just I I have to get a haircut too. It's fucking driving me crazy. You see I shaved it's- my beard. I couldn't. I couldn't do you it. You did. Either. Oh yeah, you did. You yeah. did shave the beard. Yeah. I know. I, I have. I need to trim mine up a little bit. It's getting a little scraggly. It's getting to a control. point. This is pretty gross. But you ever like sit there and just like start taking your mustache and like biting it just to do it because it's long enough? No, never. Okay. Can't say that I do well, that. Well, I'm also a guy that bites my nails, so maybe that's uh, that's my other. Can't can't say that I uh, that I do that. But but my beard's uh, it's not quite playoff beard length from last year. But uh, it's getting itchy and just kind of long. Yeah. And, and usually when I get a haircut, I also get a little nice trim, a little nice trim on the beard. You so. have to. See, I, we'll I see. enjoy I hate when I usually shave, but I actually like it. I'm glad I shaved it down, Nick, because it was just too long. It was just yeah, it, too it, damn it, long. It, I liked the beard, though. The beard beard was a good look. We were we were beard brothers. <laughs> no, we're not. We're beard not. We're brothers. not beard brothers. Nope. Uh, Both had nice beards. That's that's a requirement of a podcaster. The, the long beard? Yeah. I, I tell you what the one of the great things about quarantine though, Nick, is we get great content like this. Now you sent me this video of it was an old horse race uh, from Pimlico, it looks like, and somebody did a voiceover. I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know the racetrack. You you immediately look at ah, oh, it's Pimlico. I'm like, well, it's I would it, never even guess what the fuck racetrack was. Well, no, it said it top left on the screen. Oh, did it? I didn't <laughs> see that. I wasn't paying attention. 
I was like, I just read. I mean, tell? I just read it. I mean, that's that's normal. I You're guess. just like, ooh, the, yeah, yeah. The the the, no, the I, painted rail, <laughs> the, the white rail on the inside. Yeah, that, that's I think it's Pimlico in yeah, Florida. I'm not yeah. that good. No, I, I I'm not that good. I just I read the I read the name. Um, yeah. So, but this I this, don't read. this horse race, this guy overdid the or overvoiced, voiced over. That's the way you say dubbed it. Over. Dubbed, dubbed over, dubbed over this horse race and had a little coronavirus uh, humor spin on it. I guess. Excellent. Nick. So let's take a listen. And they're off. Out of the gate, it's coronavirus, followed closely behind by Wuhan-style lockdown. On the outside, it's global pandemic working hard against flatten the curve. Social distancing got off to a slow start, but he's now neck and neck with flatten the curve. On the inside, it's just a little flu, followed by trust the experts. As they pass the quarter poll, 18 months vaccine is working hard to get past Plaquenil. Dr. Fauci is three lengths back of the leaders. Stimulus plan is trying to squeeze by PPE as they enter the backstretch, but out on the outside, here comes economic shutdown. Open by Easter, gets bumped a little bit by Dr. Fauci. Flatten the curve and economic shutdown are battling it out as they head past the half mile pole. Distance learning stumbled out of the gate and it looks like he won't be able to get back into it. Not his day today, folks. They are moving at a brisk pace and all clustered together except for my bank account, which is way back of the pack. He might be injured. They might have to pull him up. Toilet no, paper's nowhere to be seen. He's lost in the pack. As they head into the far turn, it's social distancing still in the lead, but daily briefing is lurking one and a half lengths back. It's a tremendous race, folks. I've never seen anything like it. And now, cure worse than the disease is starting to make his move. As they enter the top of the stretch, cabin fever is charging hard, but social distancing is holding him off. Economic shutdown is still looking strong, and he's nose to nose with cure worse than the disease. And on the inside, here comes Dr. Fauci, and down <laughs> the stretch they come. It's social distancing. Distancing and economic shutdown now neck and neck. I don't believe it. Dr. Fauci is trying to keep pace and with one furlong to go. It's economic shutdown, social distancing, and Dr. Fauci. And as they come to the wire, it's... Oh, my God. It's no one fucking knows by a head. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. He, he was actually flowing. That's uh, that's almost two he minutes. Was. That's almost two he minutes was. right there. That's pretty good. We should, we should, we should get our... Uh, we got to get our boy on the line. Our, our, our buddy from, from uh, Churchill Downs. Oh, see yeah. how he did. Travis Stone, sure. Yeah, Travis Stone, who we had on. You can go see a earlier podcast with Travis Stone one year ago after the uh, Kentucky Derby. Or was it before the Kentucky Derby? It was It was on? after. It was right after. It was right after the Kentucky when Derby. When we came we back. Because we were yeah, talking about, we were uh, about the maximum security was supposed to be one of the top horses in that one. He yeah. was Travis was great. I mean, I think he would have been good to talk to when uh, the Derby got pushed back. You know, yeah. how that changes his his job you know what i mean his and preparation yeah so he, he he did say he wanted to play Fortnite with us so maybe you know <laughs> we can get a little Fortnite stream going and talk about the derby yeah we'll be like the only three people playing Fortnite now it's dying nick it's dead i tell you what man now it's, it's going Warzone, away baby yeah everybody everybody's moving to Warzone. you played that yet no i haven't i was i was looking at it i don't know i'm not a big call of duty guy i just got it because everybody else was playing it man but i really have no I, interest I, I don't know i i tell you what they really they're still always stepping up the graphics in these video games you think that they're going to be like that there's a point where they can't get any better but but warzone i mean the graphics on it and the gameplay are insane yeah like, it is i've it heard is it's great i badass. i just haven't i haven't taken a look at it i don't know i i like it a little bit more than fortnite really i fortnite's yeah. kind of done i'm kind of done with it i mean if my yeah. friends play i'll play but uh, you know well the thing is they have like these bots now because no one plays anymore I've heard this, right. that they have a ton of bots. Me and my friends were winning like five games in a row, and we suck. We're terrible at the game. And we're like 
the fuck? Like the first couple were like, dude, we're pretty good. Like we haven't, yeah, we haven't like, missed a step, man. We're pretty. And then all my brother tells me, uh, yeah, there's like, there's like out of a hundred players, there's like 90 bots on some of these games. I'm like, oh, that's no, insane. I'm like, no, 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 no. We won like two in a row. He goes, dude, it's like the first five games you play and we won three more. And then the sixth game, we just got absolutely housed. <laughs> just like, just got absolutely wrecked. So <laughs> we, we knew that it was, that was true. That, yeah, that that happens. You, you think you're doing really good. You're like, no, we're definitely getting better. Like, we're definitely getting better. No, no chance. Not a chance. No chance. Get get, get into some real players in there, and they just absolutely fucking bury you. Yeah, and that's the thing. You got these these 12-year-old kids that used TB, to just destroy us. TBT to the game that we the, – the one game that you and me won playing duos where we won without getting a single kill, and it came down to me to be 1v1 against another guy – and the only he was shooting at me, and I was like one bullet from dying, and he got lost in the storm, and so he, so he ended up dying, and we ended up winning. Oh man, good times. We suck at video games. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I tell you what, I've been not done on video games. I've just been playing it so much that kind of got to my breaking point with quarantine. So I I changed it up, Nick. I was just gonna go watch, uh, see what was on Disney Plus, you know, because they keep right. adding things, and I scrolled through. And tell me if this isn't the biggest douche move of all time by Disney+. Plus. You scroll through, and I saw Mighty Ducks on there. And then I see D2, and I see D3. They had all three Mighty Ducks on there. And I'm, I'm like, stoked. Because I'm like, yes, I can watch all three tonight. Like, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to get me through the day, and we worry about, you know, being bored tomorrow. Well, I, I sat there, and I'm watching, uh, and I'm trying to watch it. And I hit play, and it's playing, like, halfway through the movie, like uh, a clip, I think, when... Keenan Thompson got on the team or something in D2. And I'm like, oh, it must have started in the middle. I don't know why it did that. And then I tried to go back, and it started to the same scene. And I go, what the hell is going on? And apparently they only had a clip on there. It said, oh, coming to what? Disney Plus January 1st, 2021. I, they had the actual like tile on there, like the, oh, the show no. tile. And it's, it's with every other movie. And then I click on it, like, yes, I get to watch it, and it says, coming January 1st next year. I I mean, wh- why would you do that? Seven, eight months away, and you put that on there just to tease us. All That's three what movies. I'm saying, man. Netflix is kicking everybody else's ass, and, and Disney can, Plus out here, like, Disney Plus is going to be fucking dead by August. Like, they're going to be out of the game. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. They won't be, because it's great for the kids. But for the kids. For but, the kids. Uh, but, but but they're not putting out any new content. Netflix is Netflix is lapping everybody right now. Netflix is ha- it puts out new content Same, every I fucking believe. week, and they update their they're they're pulling new content from from down the line and pushing it up. So it's like every Friday there's like a new show to binge out on Netflix. I just binged uh what show was it? I watched the other day. Never have I ever on Netflix. About ten episodes, kind of cheesy. Is but- that the one with uh who, who created that one? Is that Mindy Kaling's show? Yeah, yeah, it's Mindy Kaling show. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, and uh, but ten episodes, pretty good. More like more like a, a a teen teen high school drama type show. Yeah, which uh, I always get a get a nice kick out of. And so I binged that in one day. Um, but but every week, like, I have you watched Extraction yet on Netflix? No, with, I uh, I don't know why. I, I I've seen I've seen enough of those type of shows. I mean, or those type of movies where it's kind of like the action. Yeah, it's like, like Mission Impossible. You, yeah, you basically, like, it's like it's it's recycled stuff. I mean, like I don't Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's fine, but I watched one with uh, what was it Ben Affleck and Charlie Hunnam, which I like both those guys. I mean, big Charlie mm-hmm. Hunnam guy is Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, apparently uh, you look like Charlie Hunnam. Apparently, you I look I mean, that on Broadway. Yeah, like looking in a mirror, it's Charlie. Me and Charlie Hunnam looking the exact same. Um, but I was watching it and. 
it, I don't know. It, it's just like any other action movie. There's like a, there's a story behind it, and it's fine. I'm just I'm not a big action movie guy. It's got to have like some spin on it, like uh, right. The Dark Knight. You know, that's a Batman type of thing. It's a little different than just like all right, we got guns, we're gonna go do this, and like, I don't know. It's just it's it depends on the story for me. I I don't know. When I was watching the preview, I really had no interest in in watching it. So yeah, I, I tell you what though. I mean, it it's it's just consistently. Netflix is putting out new new content week after week, though. So I'm excited to see to see what's next on the docket because I need a new show to watch. I need I need something to something to touch on. I, I watched Outer Banks. I know you guys don't watch Outer Banks. Is that any good? I watched I watched all about it. Yeah, it was really good. I I enjoyed it. Um, but I need another show to watch. I'm still watching The Wire, obviously. But I need couldn't get need into that after I watched. Uh, well, the first season was great. Second season, First season I, was awesome. I watched two episodes yeah. of season two. You ever get you know in a mindset though when you watch a season and you're so happy with that season that when they change something you're you're like kind of done with it. That's what happened yeah. with me in the wire. Like I know it's a different yeah. story, but I like the first season That's the story. Thing. You gotta and, like, get you just gotta get through it though because then the the storylines meet back up in the middle. See, um, I'm I'm not about getting through shows. I've never been. You know, yeah. Uh, oh, you should, let me, oh, you just have to get through the first four seasons, and then five's great. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, you, you know, you gotta get through five episodes. You gotta get, you, you like I said, you gotta get through the first two seasons. They kind of, they're kind of boring. But once you get to season three, that one's really good. Okay, you're telling me I have to sit through like twenty hours of watching fucking just to get to this one part that just I can look to up get for, to the, yeah. That's and usually they're right. Usually, I mean, usually if you do it, if you bear with it, then you become the person that's like, no, 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 they're right. Like, you got to just get through the first two, and then it's good, man. You're there. Yeah. Like, I, you just got to do it. Let's see. Uh, it's, oh, Sam says, have you guys watched All American? Highly recommend. It's on Netflix, high school drama, and football yeah, in L.A. Watched, I tried watched it. Watched the whole thing. I, really? Watched the whole thing. I couldn't yeah, get I into watched, it. The, the I watched last season. so bad in the first episode. I couldn't get past I it. I watched last season uh, the – when it came to Netflix season one and then season two, I watched on C. I watched on the CW when it, uh, when it came out, I, I enjoyed it again. Yeah. It was a little cheesy. Did you know the main character, uh, that plays Spencer who is British for one, I had no is he idea really? that was, yeah. Huh. Has never played football before the show. Really? Wow. That's, yeah. Never. I didn't know that. Doesn't play football. He's a soccer, soccer or European, obviously he's from Britain. So foot, football, football. Uh, yeah. he had never played american football before all american yeah that's that's the that's crazy yes and since that of course you've seen everything at all yeah pretty much if, if it's come out to netflix and it's like on the top 10 i've probably watched it and honestly that was the greatest thing netflix has ever done since their existence was making a top 10 on netflix because then it yeah, just that's, essentially that's crowdsources call. what everyone is watching or what's the most popular shows and it's like, then I don't have to look up on IMDb. Is this show worth watching or not? You know, that's the worst part about going like through Hulu and Amazon Prime and HBO is like I search and search and search and like a lot of this shit I've never heard of. And so then I got to go to IMDb, check like Rotten Tomatoes rankings, see if it's actually worth my time or not. Usually it's not. And then go back and, and then make a decision. That's the hardest part. Picking just something new to fucking oh, watch. Oh, for sure. Like, well, there's because so there's so many, many options. options, yeah. And then there's like, also where do I start? There's also that like go to with like, all right, let's go watch Parks and Rec again. Let's go watch The Office for mm. the thousandth time. But those are always good go tos. We watched Speaking one yesterday. Par- Laura, help me out. Actually, I'll look it up real quick. Um, Adam, you know who Adam Devine is? Uh, he was on Workaholics and yeah. Pitch Perfect mm-hmm. and all that. He had a new yep. one that's on Netflix. I, I say new. It's like from 2018, but it's called When We First Met. Have you seen this one yet? 
Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it. You literally have seen it. everything. That was like a deep cut. Yep. I was like, oh, I'm, yep. I'm going to get Nick on this one. <laughs> no, no, I've seen it. Yep. Yes. I've also, I think he has a stand-up special on Netflix too. I think I watched that. I haven't seen it. You that. know, TJ, I, I got to be, I got to be studying the tape, you know, for all the, all the stand-up specials, learning, you know, got to get my flow right for, uh, for my stand-up set here that we're going to be doing once quarantine ends. You're not going to get a flow. There's going to be zero flow. I'm going to get a flow. You, you said gonna you're going to do five minutes of stand You know how long five minutes is? Like five minutes oh. of stand-up is brutal. Two I mean, minutes man, of stand-up is brutal. You thought my joke sucked when I put out that video a couple weeks ago. I didn't say they I sucked. a couple weeks. No, I, like I didn't say they sucked. A month ago, people loved it. I, didn't, I did were, not say they sucked. I said I, I, I actually liked the content. Texting me. I did people not say were texting me left and right saying, Nick, you're going to do a fantastic job. Can't wait for the stand-up special. Let's go. Uh, you know, they were going to, you know, people were talking about buying me gifts, you know, fly, they wanted me to do, I, I've already heard from uh, HBO about doing a tour. So yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, huh. really looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Yeah. Got a couple, couple cities that, that want to book me, you know, post quarantine couple. I'm sorry. What was that? A couple, what? A couple cities, cities, cities. Yeah. I thought you said yeah. something they, else. Like you, you always shorten words. So I thought you said like, like studies, like studios or something. And I, you said, oh, I think you no. said studios. No, no, I'm no, like, no, what, what are we no, doing here? No. Yeah, I mean the producers in LA are already calling me about getting my own television show. It's gonna be, wow. and I wasn't as funny as imagine, I am now. Could you imagine a television show with me, you and me? That'd be great. You know what I Let's looked? See if we can get that book. I looked up randomly yesterday on YouTube how to do like animation. Uh, it's fucking hard. It's 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 hard. I was sitting there like I would love to make like an animated series of for Bruise on the Balcony. Oh yeah, but oh my god, I watched a nine minute video. And he's like, step one of 25. And it was going through, and it was fucking holy shit. And then I watched his animation, which was good. But then, like, you watch Pixar, which is, like, 100 times better than that. And I'm like, shit. There's a reason why these guys can do this. Well, that's the crazy thing to me is that when they're drawing that stuff, you know, they're drawing the the scene by scenes or whatever, that, you know, a lot of times they're obviously redrawing the characters in, in different motions and, putting it all together that they're able to draw the character the exact same way oh my like, god yeah if you told me like okay you have to draw nemo and you have to draw all the movements of nemo you would end up with 15 different fucking nemos and right. none of them would look oh, like the other one it wouldn't even look like nemo it would look like a stick figure of nemo it would look terrible and that's the thing is like you not only need the technology and the patience and the ability to like see things before it happens type thing like with creation like i can create graphics and videos but i can't think of a character's look in my head and then make it look good on paper and make it look good on the screen and plus you need someone to like you said draw that you need an artist like draw like it's so it's impossible i'm it's sitting there like fucking around like maybe i could take like a stock <laughs> stock character and have him running around nope you need like Everything animations is like impossible. You gotta do you gotta do all the levels of it. It's 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 impossible. <sighs> yeah. Fucking crazy. Joe says, uh, I guess talking about you um not or being able to watch all this Netflix stuff, he says, Well, we all understand you don't have a life. You don't have to brag that you have seen everything, anything and everything. Well, Nick, I mean, Joe's pretty upset that you uh have some downtime on your hands. Joe, shut up, dude. Dude the the shtick's old man. Like, come on, come on, come out with something new. You haven't left the voicemail that's, that's in a while. A, that's a challenge. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know if I would challenge him like that. Oh, I'm. I'm challenging him. I'm throwing down the gauntlet there. He's got to come out with a new shtick. He's. He's been. He's been hiding in the comments, just trying to throw stabs at at me. N- none of them are landing. 
I want to see I want to see a voicemail. We haven't had a voicemail in in forever. We haven't heard from Stanley. We haven't heard from Tolly. We haven't heard from Joe. We haven't heard from uh, uh, Barry. We haven't heard from Walter. I'm just calling everybody out. Get that we need the voicemails crank cranking back up again. I need to I need to hear what everybody's doing. The thing is, everybody's in quarantine, doing nothing, doing yeah. the same thing we are, and so everybody's like, "Well, you want me to call in about uh, the." The oatmeal that I ate this morning or the, oh, I ran uh, the out of nap that paper. I took this afternoon. Yeah, that I ran out of toilet paper. Yeah, the Yale no. household is not running out of toilet paper anytime soon. Big T ordered like fucking jumbo rolls. We're on. We're, we like got a, we got a little two minute warning going or two day warning going on. We got like one roll left. Oh, geez. we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Yep. We, we got, like, we, we got we, the in, we got the industrial size rolls of toilet paper that uh, that that like the gas stations order. Right. You know that that are go in the in the in the toilet paper holder and they're just like gigantic and last mm-hmm. like eternity we have about 12 of those and then apparently i think we have a order that uh big t placed a few weeks ago and then it's actually going to show up in in june or july is when it's supposed to show up and oh he just, nice he just didn't cancel it because he's like hey you know might need some toilet paper down the line always always good to have a little more tj you're gonna have to use magazines or something no I, i'm not doing that i'm not doing that I, we'll we'll you have figure to get it out. Creative. I got I got a uh, an inside source at uh, or an inside uh, insider. I'll just say at Deerberg's that that can get me some toilet paper. Ah, little like ooh, little you last gotta... minute. You know what I mean? Little like a uh, little house call. I'll be like, hey, TP. You know that's all you got to say. And then they they come over with some TP. So you got you're you're calling in some favors. Got to. You got to. Uh, we're gonna be joined by Sam Richmond here momentarily on the show. You can follow them online. Uh, on Twitter at br underscore betting, as uh, he's going to be going over pretty much what his job entails now in Las Vegas while there's no sports. Talk about iRacing. Talk about uh, what else is he? Oh, I saw them doing the uh, Madden like streams or whatever. They were like doing odds on Madden streams. It was actually pretty interesting. So we'll have that coming up uh, here shortly. And you can get involved here on Facebook. You can also get involved on our voicemail inbox line at three one four eight seven seven. Eight five nine seven. Uh, let's see. Jordan says black market deal for the TP. Desperate times. <laughs> it's seriously. Desperate, desperate I saw people joking though. Measure, like man. you go into like a, an alley or something, and you meet with some some shady guy and be like, "Hey, you got the goods, you know?" And then you hand him like a twenty, and he gives you one roll. Like that's what that's what it's getting to now. That's what you're buying these days. That that that's what it gets you. You only get one roll at a time. One roll at a time. It's, you got to make it's it a last. hot commodity, clip- man. How how many squares are you using when you're in the on the turtlet, TJ? When you're doing when you're doing a thump. <laughs> not talking about how, how many how it, many squares are you are, are you like a four square we're, guy? We're, or are not, you like a, we're not are doing, you doing like a nope. Are you doing like a ten eleven squares? No, we're not. Really use it using it up. First of all, if you count how many squares you use, you're a psycho. Like you are. Like you're a psycho. Just take care of your business and, and leave. And number two, we're not number two. <laughs> you like that? We're not number uh, two. We're not. We're not talking about it. Uh, love to see it. Love, well, we got we got to talk about something, man. I, I guess. I mean, yeah, if yeah, we if we spice want, it up. I know Sam's getting on here soon. Let's go ahead. Uh, we we're gonna save this for after he was on. Let's go ahead and go with the uh, to save that moment to April 2020. Nick, would you like to hear him? Oh hell yeah, I would love to hear it. All right, here's our best moments uh, of April 2020. Bruise on the balcony. Save that moments of the month. Do you ever see someone and you're like, oh my gosh, that person looks like a turtle? Hey guys, where are my acorns at? <laughs> Most interesting attribute about me, my dick. I'd be Viagra because I'm always hard. That guy's got a hose. <laughs> <laughs> Sex jokes. You people need a life. We're going to fight. We know this. I'm a sociology minor. I'm very smart. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's hard to get your mouth around the rim like without your hands. You got to make sure you got it secure or else it's just going to leak all over you. I'm Will Ferrell and I'm a grape. I'm going to lick your chair. I was the only kid in my group that couldn't pass the swim test. Outside of pool time, I loved Cam Kirkwood. Huh? Got my Eagle Scout fairly young. I'm one of the youngest Eagle Scouts ever. That is that is factual. Let's get a round of blowjob shots. Back to this, my story about being an Eagle Scout. Hell yeah, it was a lot of fucking work. Why do you think I'm such a good leader? Yeah, I'm my own individual person. I paved my own way. Yeah. It's all about me. Nice romper. I'm a big ass slapper. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Look at me. Was it a tongue-filled kiss? I was there. My face uh, threw up in the paper yeah. towels. And I wasn't as funny as I am now. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Grandma okay. knows I'm number one, so that that's all I need. I'm not a smart guy. I can't spell very well. You're the greatest, and I and I just go home. Bras on balcony. Good stuff, Nick. I mean that that just that just sums that, up our great April right there. You love to see it. I mean, that's just a strong to quite strong month uh. right there. <laughs> Fun, funny story about uh about my grandma, TJ. She has a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. What she, she got? What she got? She texted me the other day. As as you all know, if you listen to, was it, I don't know if it was last Friday's show or last Monday's show. I think it was last Friday's show when we played, or didn't play, but we read off the, the 50s phrases from... Um, from the list that my grandma sent me. Yeah. And she said, she texted me, she said, sorry, your podcast on my words was not too good. LOL. I have a feeling TJ thinks your grandma is nutsy cuckoo. LOL. He's no fun. By the yeah, way, you're yeah, pronouncing what? EGADs wrong. And it is just an expression like your language. Oh my God. Tutti Fruity grandpa said it was ice cream, but my definition is that is that was a dumb thing to say. And when you called somebody a, a fruit you meant they were gay but if you said that was fruit you meant that was a dumb thing to say lol and then i was like haha we had fun with it and she goes he didn't he was bored you enjoyed it because it was your grandma and you liked me haha <laughs> and then she she went on to say what i i said lol i'm going to make fun of him on on the next show that you said that she said whatever by the way you can also tell the bras on the balcony in the 40s and 50s girls Really didn't use bad language, but then I was the convent girl. That means Catholic, haha. And I didn't hang around with the quote publics. That public that, school kids. That, that is I'm the below the belt not shot. Sure about them. Like, that that oh. one that one hit home. The public oh. school. And then she says I'm no fun. I mean, Grandma Barry just going below the belt just just knocked me right in the nards like after one and over again. And I mean, it's just that's the thing is like she goes and says, I, I guess that's just how the public school kids are. Yeah, I went to public school. I turned out great. Laura went to public uh, school. She turned out great. I mean, it, you shots. private school people, look out. Hey man, sorry we're fucking elitists. Sorry, sorry we're better than you, man. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We, I, I think the the terminology of the 50s slang was fine. I just don't think we did it right. I don't think it had to do with the slang. But she says I'm no fun now, Nick. I mean, I, I don't know what uh, I know. That's that's a, it's dig. a tough look. That's a, that's a tough look. I think she's she's just taking my side, you know, because because I get dogged on all the time. So I need I need some some people in my corner. But she's out here throwing throwing some jabs at you. I guess I. I you gotta I have mean, you gotta have more fun, man. I I I, th- I think I'm I'm a hoot. I think I have a lot of fun. I don't know. I'm a hoot and a half. Yeah. Uh, Laura says is Nick and Eagle Scott. I don't know. Are you? You never mentioned it. I I couldn't I tell yeah, with the fifty yeah. clips we heard right there. Hey, ladies, it's on my resume too. So if you're looking for uh, I don't know what that gets you. Good leader, I guess. That was that was one month. You mentioned it like four times, like. Over and uh, over no, and over you, and over. You guys made this a thing. I don't know. I mean, I mentioned it like one time. And no, then but, all of no, a sudden but then you like, sit there and oh. you go, I was the youngest Eagle Scout of all time. That is a fact. Oh, 
it was in a story. I mean, and then you just you, you like playing. See what happened here. What happened for cleared up for the folks out here that are that are trying to throw me under a bus. My haters. I mentioned it once. TJ made a drop out of it. Plays the drop, and then I back go, to oh, this, yeah, my story about being an Eagle Scout. <laughs> and then and then bam, we get into this again. We get into this. It's a recycled. Uh, it's a recycled joke that uh, that back to this, my story about being an Eagle and, Scout. And Laura and Kendall started. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, we, I had nothing, we started. It. I had uh-huh. nothing to do yeah. with. I had nothing to do with it. Jordan, because I wanted to get your eagle. Uh, May thirteenth, two thousand. Jordan, please do not feed his eagle. <laughs> My God, please. May thirteenth. Nobody wants to hear about Nick's Eagle Scout for the hundredth time on this show. Hundred weeks time. after my two weeks after my fourteenth birthday. Ah. <sighs> So it was, it was, I, 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 and I slacked. I was a slacker, TJ. I could have, I could have done it a year earlier. Could have gotten when I was like 13, right after my 13th birthday. I was 14, Jordan. (laughs) He just said what age? So 14, I was 14. Two weeks after my 14th birthday. So almost could have done it when I was 13. Should I continue going on this? No, no, you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. I think Uh, it was, I think it was good. Nobody cared about your Eagle Scout when you mentioned it 45 times. Cal, I guess Cal says, what up, boys? Cal, what's up, man? Happy Friday what morning. What up, dude? Happy Friday, Cal. What, what you up to today, man? Anything uh, good? Anything to get off of Nick talking about being an Eagle anything. Scout? Anything. We could play our game because uh, clearly Sam's not joining us today. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I so have, Sam's. I, uh, I haven't heard shit from Sam. So. That's tough, man. Sam, see, Sam's ghosting us right now. See, we see hype- here's the thing. with here, here, We did hype Sam up. The thing with Sam, it's 7 o'clock in Las Vegas right now, and so – not not quite sure that he's awake. That's a good call. Uh, I keep forgetting about Pacific time, Nick. They uh, you know, they are two hours behind. And I did confirm nine central time. He said, Yep, that works. Okay. But I texted him at eight fifteen and then I texted him at nine o'clock asking if he was ready. No response. We might get a might get a late bid from Sam here. Uh, but we should go ahead to forward fast forward to the game. Okay. And then if Sam wants to come in. We can uh, get him in, or we can reschedule Sam for uh, for Monday. That's fine. I mean, like I said, we're I'm not uh, we're not that important enough yet. You know what I mean? Like I I you know, I'm, I'm not even trying to be I'm trying to be funny. Like I don't really have a problem with it. Like he's a good dude, and like we can have him on whenever. It's it's not like oh we have to have him on like this time right now for I mean, 20 minutes. I wanted to know the inside scoop for the, before the i racing race this I mean, weekend. I want to know how to win a million dollars. I mean, Nick's pissed. He was gonna, he was gonna t- he was gonna tell me. I don't now know. I'm, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not getting that information. Now I'm going to rag on Sam. I'm going to go text all my friends that Sam, <laughs> Sam ghosted us on the podcast, too, and make them feel bad. No, we will. <laughs> you're right. We will have Sam on. Uh, if not at the end of this show, we will have him on soon. It's it's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, all right, Nick, it's now time for our new game. And when I say new, I mean uh, old that we brought back. It's called Weird yes. Shit Sold on the Internet. Internet, Internet. Internet, so, Internet, Internet. If anybody doesn't know, we go through some things that are sold on eBay, on Amazon, that we think are unique. Uh, we go through, we say what it is, and we have a price. And I go to Nick, and I say, Nick, this is the thing. What do you think it is? How how much do you think it is? And he gives me a range, and if he's in that range, he wins. And that's the way we do it. If it's under 10 bucks, Long. Nick, we should do it every $5 because we... Okay. A lot of these things we have are under like 20, 20 bucks, so we should do it that way. You only get two guesses too. All right, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Do you have an, Do you have an item ready? I'm gonna look one up. All right. Well, I was gonna put in some uh, some music real quick. So you can put in the music. I'll go to Craigslist. Look no. up the, uh, the 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 odd the odd items. If you have your odd items, you can just post below in the comments, and then we can try to guess as well. So you can play along. 
or you can guess the prices of our weird items that we find on the internet. All right, we're good. Okay, Nick, the first item up for bid today uh, is a mer- mermaid pillow cover, Nicholas Cage pillowcase, magic reversible. Oh, I, I don't know what that means, but it's uh, it's a basically a, a it's a mermaid pillowcase with Nick Cage's face on it. A mermaid pillowcase with Nicholas Cage's face on it. Correct. A mermaid pillowcase with Nicholas Cage's face on it. Yep. You heard that I right. said it twice to annoy my mother. Um, I'm going to go, hmm, you know, the, the Nick Cage on it makes it makes it seem like it could be a little bit more pricey. You know, he's a he's a Hollywood icon. Uh, Icon's I'm gonna a, go, a tough word there. We said within $5 is what we're trying to get. I think we should do three because a lot of these are under 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, not fun. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I think. Like, right. within five seems a little steep. Let's right. try within three. Within three. Okay. All right. I'm going to go... Fourteen twenty six. Uh, lower. Lower? Yeah. This is bullshit. Hmm. I'm gonna go ten oh seven. We'll give it to you. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. It was nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Correct. See, I figured people always like using the ninety nine numbers, but uh, evidently they said. Learn this factoid the other day, TJ. You always got to be thinking. Just, you say, be just a, say the word be, fact. Just you always got to be. A, you always got to be a learning man. Every day you should be trying to learn something new, TJ. That's my advice for all the listeners yeah, out there. Learn how to say but just that, fact, not factoid. When you're pricing things, apparently the number seven, lucky seven, sells pretty good. You know, you always see the 1999. You're like, okay, that's just 20 bucks. And uh, obviously, people use that tactic literally all the time. But apparently, sevens sell very well. So, in case you were wanting to know, yeah, I was. I was wondering. Sure. You got anything? All right. Yeah. Here we go. The item that we are selling today, TJ. This is a nice one. This this is a food. You can you can also eat this. Okay. We are uh, we are giving you Wilton's edible glitter, TJ. Wilton's edible glitter. Add okay. a twinkling touch to your desserts with these glittering gold stars. Don't worry, they're non-toxic and perfectly edible. You can also use it on uh, your spouse or significant other, it says. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, so, Wilton's edible glitter. <laughs> Did they just throw in, in like a little like, like bedroom up. play into that? Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. They that just kind of threw that in there like, hey, you can use it on your significant I, other. You can, you can buy it on Amazon.com. It said, <laughs> add a twinkling touch to your desserts with these glittering gold stars. You know, Maybe a birthday cake. Don't worry, they're non-toxic and perf- perfectly edible. Or use it. By on the way, your you can use it on a significant other in the bedroom. Wow. So that is what. How we much are this going do you get? With. How much do you get? Just a little tube. Yeah, it. it I would say mm, it, it. It's like uh, looks like a uh, looks like a, a pill bottle container. So maybe maybe three uh, three rounds of, of foreplay. I don't know. Uh, that's what we're getting. It's rated as four point three out of five stars and has five hundred reviews on Amazon. Three so. rounds of foreplay. Three we'll rounds. Okay. TJ can use it on all the fire gals sliding into his D- DMs. Welcome to the program, Walter from Columbia. It's Good not, to see you this morning. Yeah, buddy. Walter saw that in a dream. Apparently, he was on Walt- the BOTB set and saw uh, women sliding into my DMs in a dream. <laughs> I mean that—that's what happens. Uh, Nick, I'm gonna go three uses, huh? I'm gonna go seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Correct. Within, 
uh, within uh, three dollars, you get this one, TJ. Yeah, you have now won. Yes. Uh, you have won the Wilton's edible glitter at six forty-seven. Nice. That was the final price. Six forty-seven was your final price. And uh, we we've we have now we have made contact with good old Sam Richmond. We will get him in after we play our game, though. Sounds so I'll, good. I'll notify him. Sounds so, good. So you are up next with the next item. I'll text Sam. And Nick, more. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say that we will uh, we will do it within a dollar now of this game. Okay. Okay. Within, within a, a dollar because it's I, I think three dollars. We're trying to we're trying to workshop this, but I think the three dollars is too much too. So let's go ahead and go. With uh, with just the one dollar within a dollar, all right. Yeah. So all Nick, right, that works. I have a pop up two hot dog and bun toaster with mini tongs. Works with chicken, turkey, veggie links, sausages, and brats. Pack of one. Retro red. So Nick, it's basically like a toaster, but for hot dogs. Ah, a toaster for hot dog. What what all is included? So in, have you in ever seen pack now? Have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? It's probably a very very vague reference but uh barney stinson had one in his office it's like a toaster but there is a slot two slots for the buns and two slots for hot dogs in the middle and you just pop it down pop it up pop it down pop it up pop it down pop it up. that's what nick does whenever he's trying to think yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 16 dollars uh higher Mm. could this be an expensive item Twenty-two dollars. Lower. Wow, Ooh, that's a good. I got range. it in the final guess. Let's see. I got to get within one dollar. So it wasn't within one. Sixteen would have been seventeen. Twenty-two would have been twenty-one. So it's between eighteen and twenty dollars. Ooh, I'm right there. Ah, well, I guess I could split the difference. Nineteen dollars. You got it. Nineteen ninety-nine. All Let's right. Let's go. Good job, Nick. That's, see down. how I did that math? Take yeah, notes. it was that was nice. That was, uh, it was take notes in the comments. That's, that was, that's tough to do. <laughs> oh, now, now they're now they're lighting up the comments. Jerry's just spend the rest of the show ripping him. Stop what you're doing and just destroy <laughs> Sam. There they they're coming in now. Oh, we like know, Sam. Like said, <laughs> oh, oh, we we oh Jerry Sam, Jer, Sam will be on shortly. We are gonna we're gonna roast him for being late. He, he's already he's already apologized. Okay, uh, so TJ, your next item is ooh, you're gonna like this. You're okay. a big barbecue guy. You've been barbecuing a lot lately uh, with the new Weber grill that Laura, your lovely wife, got you for your birthday. Your item, TJ, today that you can win uh-huh. is meat shredder claws this surprisingly efficient way of shredding your meat has been added in bonus of making you feel like a wolverine so it's like wolverine claws but you chop up your meat so if you're trying to make some nice pulled pork maybe you're working uh i don't know what other meat you'd be shredding maybe some chicken well maybe maybe a little bit of uh a little bit of uh, hamburger meat when you're making tacos or something. Who knows? Yeah, hamburger. Yeah. You, you, you can chop it up. So it's like meat shredder claws. It's basically the Wolverine claws, but you can use them to cook. Oh, that's How sick. safe are these? How sanitary are these during uh, COVID-19? I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I believe if you wash your hands, you'll be A-OK. So what are you guessing the price is today? 4.2 out of 5 star rating on Amazon. Reviews 86. Here you go. 86. You can't use these. It also says, note, do not use these in the bedroom. So that's a recommended. Uh, does it avoid, actually say that? Avoid at all costs. No, it doesn't actually say that, but uh, it, it. You're going to uh, guess that's I'm, not. I'm adding that. I'm adding that little little stipulation in there. All right. Meat shredder claws. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to guess 
Higher. I gotta go a little bit higher. Twenty-two ninety-nine. Lower. Okay. All right. I got a range. This is gonna be completely just pulled out of my ass. Uh, uh, Twenty bucks. Got I'm it. sorry. You no, did not get to take no. home the meat shredder claws. They were sixteen ninety-four. TJ, sixteen ninety-four okay. for the carp. Charcoal That's, companion. That should be against the rules if you pick a thing. That, it's not even 99 cents. It's 94 cents. That's that's 94 cents, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. All right, let's do one more each. Then we'll get to Sammy at Sam I am. In. All right, one more. We'll go to Sam uh, from Vegas. All right, Nick, we have an Archie McPhee uh, accoutrement. How do you? Accoutrement. Accoutrement. What does that mean? I never, I don't know that word. Like extra, extra things, extra things. Okay. It's from Archie McPhee accoutrement. Yodeling pickle. Nick, how much for a yodeling pickle? It looks like uh, a toy that is a pickle and you press a button and there's a speaker and it uh, yodels, I guess. Yodeling pickle. Now I got to ask because there's, I want to make sure I play the game right. I see a list price and then there's a new price. Which oh, we got I a use? sale price? It's yes. fucking trying to they're trying to move yodeling pickles during quarantine. What is this? Which one it's should not I moving do? Enough. Sale price or the list price? No, you gotta do the sale price, man. Okay. We gotta make it hard. It's uh it's okay. difficult. Yodeling pickles. So I'm guessing yodeling pickles are not a hot item. Uh especially if they're on sale. That means they're not moving enough. They're trying to get them out of there. They're trying to they got a surplus of, of yodeling pickles and the demand is not very high. That's economics right there, TJ. Uh I'm gonna go with five ninety nine. Higher. Ten ninety nine. Ah, you just missed it. Twelve ninety three. Twelve ninety. It's not. It's not within a dollar. I had another guess. No, you only had two. I thought. I thought we were doing two guesses. No, I thought we do three guesses. Oh, oh my, my gosh, this is bullshit. I narrowed it down. <laughs> I narrowed it down. Well, I hate to say. All it. right. Finally, your item that you are you are winning today. You're gonna win this one, TJ. All right. Okay. You're gonna like this. Ooh, actually, ooh, that could be more fun. Ooh, what is it? Ooh, that that one's fun too. I got a lot of okay, fun. Okay, I'm trying to let's I'm trying tell to the decide. audience how fun it is. All right. Well, we got. We, I'll, I'll give you options. Here you go. I'll give you the options. We have a taco sleeping bag. We have an umbrella hat. You were on the same website. No, are we? I didn't look at it. I swear. Okay. I swear. I, I just saw the I just saw the Nick Cage, Nick Cage pillowcase. <laughs> uh, or we have a mobile phone jail cell. Which one do you want? Which one would you like to buy? You want to buy a taco sleeping bag, a mobile phone jail cell, or would you like the umbrella hat? Uh, well, I'm a big uh, Lou Brock guy. Isn't that the Brock umbrella? So uh, let's go with the Brock umbrella. No, it's just an umbrella hat. This isn't the Brock umbrella. Okay, so it's a hat with an umbrella on top of it. This is this is a this is this looks like a an umbrella hat from outer space. This 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 could be fun. All right, so you want the umbrella hat yeah. again? We have a list price, and then we have a this one's actually forty four percent off today only. PJ, wow, percent wow. off today only. You'll never have to hold an umbrella again with this hands free hat to keep you dry. Five reviews on Amazon, not as high. Three point eight stars only. What are you buying? How much you spending on the umbrella hat from Amazon.com? Well, you're you're talking about it not being too popular anymore, not really a big seller, so they had to put it down below ten bucks. I'm gonna say, so I'm gonna go with eight forty nine. 
eight forty nine. Is that your uh, is that your your final guess? First guess, correct. Final answer. Yes. We'll give it to you. Eight ninety nine. Hey, wow! I was gonna say eight ninety nine. Within within forty cents. Within I tr- forty cents. I, I I thought about you know maybe you wanted to bump it up a little bit, um, or if you wanted to guess again, you could have gotten spot on. And we could have doubled your uh, doubled your prize. I thought I had it. I doubled. was gonna. You know, it's funny. The first time I don't say eight ninety nine, it was gonna be exactly right. It's a tough look. You were right there. You were right there. Oh man, good times. You right guys, there. thoughts on the game? Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Nick, look who's joining us here. Let's let's see. Let's oh my get him in gosh. Here. Oh my I gotta, gosh. He's in a waiting room, so I gotta chime him in here. But we got uh, the one and only Sam Richmond joining us from Sam, Las Vegas, Nevada. Guy. From Bleacher Las Report. Vegas, Nevada. We have Sam Richmond now uh, on the call. Sam, thanks for joining us, sir. Oh, oh his audio's connecting. Sam. Hold on. There he is. Enough, guys. What's going oh, on, what's Sam? Up, How you doing, Sam? man? How are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for joining us today, bud. I'm right on time, right? Oh, hey, you're perfect. Hey, thanks for waking <laughs> up with us nice and early. Come on. You know this isn't a professional show. It's all good, man. So uh, Honestly, I think this is Nick's fault. It's not like he specifically said 9 uh, Central or it, anything. It's Everything's Nick's fault. That's that's the thing. I mean, you always have to blame Nick. That's that's the number one rule of this show anyway, you know? Agreed. Skank's already been uh, in the comments that just spend the rest of the show ripping Sam. Stop what you're doing and just destroy him. So that, <laughs> a, lot that's... Of group texts, a lot of group texts I have are like, oh, my God, Sam's going on Bruce on the balcony today. And they're like, wait, he totally ignored them. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes it funnier, yeah. though. Come on, that's yeah. great. That's how is Las Vegas? What what's popping out there? Um, it's warm, really warm. Yeah, what's uh, the temp out there right now? Uh, right now, in the morning, it's honestly honestly not too terrible, but in the afternoon, it gets pretty hot. Like, yeah, you know, nineties or so. Yeah, it, it's it's not great. Um, yeah, it, it's honestly really weird being out here because like you're used to seeing so many people everywhere, like. We just right. drove by the strip the other day, and it's just, like, completely empty. It's so bizarre. Yeah, That's I mean, bananas. is there, like, who are the people out there right now? Like, are people just, like, wandering Las Vegas Boulevard? Or are they saying, like, you can't even walk down there? They have, like, a decent cop presence um, down there. But you see, there's, like, a decent amount of, like, joggers or, like, bike riders. But it's, like, I mean, like, compared to what it usually is, obviously, it's, like, significantly lower. Yeah. It's weird. So what do you guys and been all the casinos like like around it just says like we'll be back soon. Not that's... to start on a dark note, but it's weird as shit. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean that that's quarantine for you. Yeah. It's the <laughs> it's the truth though. It's it, yeah. the thing is, how is it working with all the all the casinos shut down? I mean, have you heard any like I guess rumblings about any of them being in trouble? I mean, I'm sure plenty of them are fine, but any of the smaller yeah. ones maybe? Yeah, the major ones I think obviously are going to be fine, and they're all like kind of trying to, to obviously get back up as soon as possible because like Nevada's entire economy is like hospitality and gaming and stuff, so everyone's trying to trying to get back up. It's kind of interesting that you they're like I follow a bunch of these like Nevada accounts, and they're like starting to order these like dividers where people will sit on like a blackjack table that like keeps everyone separated. And, oh, like, that's wild. I mean, every slot machine so like when it does reopen it is going to be totally different yeah like, it'll, be, it'll be really interesting because like I, I, there's like debate between like people here of like are tourists going to show right back up when like everything opens up or like yeah i'll, I'll be no gonna come because i feel like it's going to be either like one like people are like oh my god like i i miss vegas so much i'm coming right now or like i that's a petri dish i'm not coming back ever <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> right. like it, it 
coronavirus if you're going to get it anywhere. It'd be, exactly. It'd be a Las Vegas casino. How's exactly. the uh, how's how's the betting going out there without any sports? We were talking the other day. You're betting on some iRacing, and yeah, uh, how's that been going for you? It's it's really weird. It's it's kind of sad. I don't think I said this to you, but it's kind of sad. My betting has gone better in quarantine <laughs> than it did in actual sports. <laughs> because like like the nfl draft is a good example of that like i've like never bet on an nfl draft before but like or like a really nba draft like there's nothing else to like handicap or like research so like every night for like a month i like went on all my sites and like researched every prop bet and like because i had nothing else to do i just you know i took it really seriously and like i ended up turning a decent profit on it and like but like it was because there's nothing else for me to do now that's over I'm i'm honestly kind of sad because like I like have this hole in my in my life where after work every night I would just research NFL draft props and I don't have that. What was your best well, cash? Shows I might need to get some new hobbies instead of just researching bets all day. What was your best cash <laughs> on the NFL draft? My best, I kept everything pretty like flat in terms of what I made. the The easiest bet I made was um, Bovada hung like it was. It was an over under for linebackers in the first round at five and a half. It was, it was like minus three eighty. So it was actually like pretty heavy juice. But I think there's like three taken, and there's like never a scenario from any mock draft or anything that had like six linebackers going. Like it was a totally horrendous line. So that was fun. Um, let's see what else. Oh, actually, that's a lie. My favorite, my the best, the best one I hit was Henry Ruggs' first receiver. Nice. I took that, little, that was a good one. Was it? I took you get a little that? sprinkle there. Yeah. I like. I assumed it wasn't. I took it like two months before the draft. I assumed it wasn't going to hit when we got to the draft, and then yeah, obviously it was really random. Yeah. So. That's that. That was lucky because everybody was all over Jerry Judy and, and C.D. Lamb as being one of the first two off the board, and then Henry Ruggs like out of the fucking clouds. Yeah. Come, yeah comes out of, one, comes out of nowhere. Like, like, the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I where, like where and, and that's Las a, Vegas boy, Las Vegas boy too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so going to the yeah. going to the Raiders. Yeah, I don't man, know, uh, man. Kentucky's best, Lynn Bowden. Gonna be fun out here. Yeah. So how's it been with? Uh, I mean, the draft was supposed to be there too. That's kind of fucking suck that you guys were gonna have the draft on the Bellagio fountains, and then I mean, all the hype about the Raiders being there now. It's just it all sucks. Like it's cool that I think ESPN did a good job of of covering the draft, but like. The fact that it was just a ghost town when it was supposed to be one of the best events of the year for Vegas, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so surreal. Like that, like obviously all this all happened like right around March Madness. So we were expecting like all of our all of our like content plans for BR betting were like focused around like fans and everyone coming in and like the live experience of like being in Vegas for March Madness. And then it's like, nope everything throw away it's not happening yeah that was that that, that would that was screwed because i was supposed we were all supposed to fucking go yeah. out there march madness that's been a been a bucket list item to do in vegas and then to get that just absolutely taken away but hopefully like i said by the end of by the end but when it comes back to like july i'll be i'll be one of the first ones i'll take my chances to yeah, go out there and, uh, <laughs> and go go i mean at the very least the hotel rates will be a little bit a little bit cheaper yeah oh they're like so cheap yeah I, like yeah i've never been here for march madness either so i was like because i think we were here during conference championship week, but I've never yeah. been mm-hmm. for like actual tournaments. I'm sure it's a whole nother level, but yeah. yeah, next year. So tell people how about are things. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. I was say, how are things going with the, uh, with the iRacing? What are you, what are you betting on? Tell us about your, uh, your experience and how you've been winning. 
With yeah, Iverson. I heard it's funny because like I've I've never wa- like this is the same thing with NFL draft is like I've never watched an actual NASCAR race. So yeah. like when NASCAR comes back in May, like that's gonna be the first thing I, I will watch that and I will bet on it. I'm looking forward to it. Like a real race, never- not an I race. Yeah, an actual yeah. race. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I've I've the good thing or like the interesting thing about iRacing is like it's there's only like five total races. So like I just watched them all. And then, like, was obviously able to, because, like, no one knows what they're doing. No one knows how to, like, set lines on it because there's been, like, five total races. So all you really had to do was kind of, like, watch them. And there's this one guy who's, like, was clearly the best. His name is William Byron. He's, like, he looks like he's, like, 18 years old. He's incredible at iRacing, but he's, like, an actual NASCAR racer. And I don't think he's actually good at NASCAR. He's just really good at at video games because he's, like, an 18-year-old kid like us or, like, who grew up on games like us. Um, and he just like laps the field. And so I've been able to like, just bet on him every week. I actually lost on him last week because he's so good. They're now making him start in the very back of the track because like he like laps everyone. So God, I lost some money last week. So I'll have to adjust. But so what do his pretty- odds go to? I mean, do they know he's the best? So they like put him in the back, but where do his odds go when he goes in the back of the pack? Yeah. Last time they moved his odds back a little bit. Like he's like, plus 200 to win this week's race because so they do it based on like who finishes top three so if you finish top three then you start in the back so he didn't finish top three last time he finished like fifth which honestly is still pretty impressive because they made him start in the back but uh but yeah he's back can start normal and he's like plus 200 or something this week and yeah but so i'll probably bet him and you know we'll see we'll see where the chips fall yeah he's really good if you want to get an eye racing william byron is the He's the king. Did you ever think that's, you'd that, be betting iRacing? iRacing and and uh, well, you guys were doing Madden streams for a bit. I mean, yeah. did you ever think you'd have to like be pulling this shit like this content? Like you know what I mean? With, with nothing going on for fifty days. Yeah, no, it it's wild. Like I would, yeah. I if you told me that I would bet on a NASCAR race in my life, I probably would like no shot in hell. <laughs> the fact that I'm betting on a virtual NASCAR and like actually <laughs> taking it seriously is like. It's sad, but it's like I need to throw myself into something. So like yeah. I like I'm like the guy who like when I bet on sports, like I'm pacing around the entire time and like freaking out. Yep. Guy, like, yep. Who yells at the TV and like if it's baseball and there's like a miscalled ball strike in the first inning, I'm like cursing the rest. So like <laughs> it's just like picturing like or just like when I'm just like pacing around my like place because of a virtual race. It's just pretty, Yeah, like like, like uh, I never uh, uh, this point. Let's 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 just paint a picture there for us. When, when we when we're out in Vegas, and I mean, it's like ninety five and sunny. We have a cabana ready. The the pool is open. We are we have drinks. We have beer. Oh, we gotta wait for Sam. He's up in his up in the room, uh, watching uh, G League or summer league basketball. We gotta wait for that game to finish before he can come out to the pool. Like that, that, was, that is that takes precedence. That was a tough weekend for me. And Jeremy Shrank, who's listening right now, will remember just how poorly that weekend went we had oh my god i think we lost like 10 bets in a row i, I remember was, specifically that not a game. lot of winning i remember that specifically that one game in the cabana it was kentucky yep. tennessee in the sec championship game in the semifinals or something and kentucky blew like an eight point lead in last minute i was i was unwell that was like my <laughs> breaking point i was like you know, yeah, you have those moments as a better when you're like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. It like, ruins I your whole day. Yeah. Else in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. It. The, the, the Facebook feed is a little bit behind, so they, they, they didn't hear that yet. But Jeremy goes, don't bring up the Tennessee Kentucky game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. Holly asked that. 
have you bet on the 20 uh, or the show, the show, uh, MLB, the show, the players, players league? league? I haven't yet. I honestly haven't. The only Sims I've legitimately bet on is the NBA 2K tournament. And that one, I just got lucky that ended up being like, it's, I bet on that one because like I had like, I like to just like look around for like where I can get like the best number, which is like really nerdy betting. But like at one like sports book, I was able to get like Patrick Beverly at like plus three and a half. And then like another mm-hmm. sports book that I think is better. He was like minus five and a half. And I'm winning all those bets because the reason one of those sports books numbers were different was because the results were all leaked. So I was able to just like bet on a bunch of like almost rigged matchups. Uh, luckily. <laughs> nice. That's, <laughs> and, like, nice. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> I haven't bet on like other Sims in that. And that's probably because like we ran Madden Sims for work, like for four hours a night for like a month right. straight. So like, I'm almost like simmed out besides yeah. virtual racing. Which, how'd, like, I how'd those go? The Madden Sims, were those actually doing pretty well? Yeah, they were fun. It, it was, it was pretty wild. We like started that as kind of like, obviously like just like a joke, like we had nothing to do. And like we were, when we, not to, not to give br betting the credit but like when we were doing it like all these offshore sports books weren't really like doing them so it's kind of fun we like got our foot in the door pretty early and then we made this whole tournament out of it with uh with we call it like the goat sim and we just like put it every team's like we kind of work with like a madden roster like guru and we made you know because madden doesn't have historical teams in them we made like the 32 teams all-time teams so like the rams had like Kurt Warner and Eric Dickerson and like the best best players of every team all time. Um, and we did like the whole tournament and actually ended up getting like 40,000 people on our Twitch Shit. live nice. for the championship game. So we went into overtime. It was insane. The Packers ended up winning. Another win for our, our boy Jeremy. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was pretty fun. And it's funny because after that, after we got 40,000 viewers, we're like, oh, everyone's interested. We're going to try it again. And then like there was such like a hangover with that tournament. Like the next one we did, we tried like a, a random game and like 2,000 people watched. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though. Walter, 40,000. That's Walter awesome. from Columbia said, I create a whole spreadsheet for each NBA player for the 2K tournament. Analyze players by past tweets about gaming, how old they are, and number of children. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> that you got to appreciate the dedication. Well, you have, I mean, NBA, what, else, what else do we have to like research? Like, right. There's nothing else to do. do. 100%. Yeah, you got to look at just like past games. Speaking of NBA, what do, what do you think of the uh, the the talks about? Obviously, they mentioned Las Vegas being a, a potential site a little bit. They've also mentioned Disney World, which is gaining a little bit more steam. But the NBA and these leagues are gonna have to make decisions pretty soon about whether or not they're coming back. What have you What have you heard? And what do you think about the the possibility of playing in Disney for the NBA? Yeah, I wish I had any sources here, but I don't. I'm obviously just reading everything like everyone else. I honestly, like, yeah, we know you don't have any good sources. You're, yeah, you're, exactly. fucking, you're a degenerate gambler. <laughs> My friend Nick Heeman says he wants sports to come back. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a good source. I know that guy. I feel the same way, man. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. great. That's um, a good source. The Vegas thing, obviously, like everyone here got pretty excited about it. You know, obviously, I think I would know, love that. Yeah, it would be cool. I honestly, I hate to say it, but I do think the Disney World idea probably makes the most sense because, like, isn't Disney like its own like like governed like body like in Central Florida? Yeah, like, pretty it's much. Its own yeah, like idea. they they can just like I mean they, they, like that's a thing they have the hotels. You know, yeah. I don't know. I forget which NBA player was tweeting it out about like, oh, where would each team stay if yeah. they had to stay? Yeah. And, like, oh, like the the Jazz would stay at like the Pol- or not the Polynesian, but at like the French Quarter and like all these like the Grizzlies would stay at the the Forest one. And like, because they, they do have a bunch of 
bunch of courts. Like they have the whole ESPN fan zone where they have a bunch of courts where they can all play at. So like it is yeah. feasible to do. And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's fucking do it. It'd be uh, cool yeah, too right. to have everybody and they in one can spot. Control you know? Everyone in that environment because it is like it's its own city. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like no one has to leave. I get, I get people don't want to quarantine, like or have the players be away from their families and that kind of thing. But for the most part, I, I think it's like people are just ready, itching for sports to come back in some capacity. No one even gives a shit if there's no fans there. They're just no, like, 100%. let's just play some games and finish out the seasons, especially for NBA, NHL. See, I think it's going to mess yeah. with everything, though. It's going to like push everything back. Like, I don't know how this doesn't affect years and years in the, in the future. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I think it has to. I think the good thing, at least I think in the past, like I want to say a couple of days, like you've kind of seen the tide kind of turn with like some of the reporting with like Woj and like Jeff Passan, where like people are like, people are optimistic that this is going to come back. I was reading Woj's article yesterday of how they're, you know, strongly considering moving next season to start in December. Yeah, I just read that January. this morning. And it, yeah, I mean, if you're going down that path, like if you're saying that you can start next season in January, that lets you kind of push this season pretty far. So, I, right. I mean, I, I think all these obviously leagues are super motivated to, to get sports back. So I, I can definitely see it happening. It'll be interesting, like the form and what comes back, like baseball, you obviously can't have a full season. Are you just going to do like a six week tournament? Which right. would honestly kind of be awesome because yeah. every game would be like a playoff game. So you'd like have the, the, that would be bananas. The number one starter, like going on three days rest every day because yeah. they got to make a playoff push a week into the season. But yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Same thing with like NHL playoffs. They're talking about coming back in July or whatever. But if there's no fans, I mean, it's going to be weird watching your team with no fans. Like, how do they? The players are still going to play hard, but how do they react without that fan engagement? It's going to be odd. Just, just really weird. Yeah, coaches are just going to be able to like, like talk to their players like and yeah. not have any distractions you know what i mean like right. you're gonna look, like in basketball you're gonna be able to coach every single play and like almost like dictate the action totally i made a yeah. joke whenever march madness said they were gonna do it without fans about how pissed off people are gonna get because the coaches are gonna hear the broadcasters go after the coaches like man that's a really dumb yeah. shit call by by the coach and he goes what did you say looks, <laughs> looks over <laughs> just looks to your left and just screams at the guy uh yeah and honestly would have been great because like all these, like, especially in the NBA, which we honestly, I guess we still could get this, but especially in the NBA, these guys talk so much shit every play, like, to, like, hear, like, Russell Westbrook just, like, fucking go into <laughs> some guy during a playoff game would actually be, like, really cool. So. I'd be into it. Yeah. yeah. I, and, they, I mean, ABC or whoever, like, launches the game would have to be like, yeah, we are going to hear some uh, some some words here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going to hear some talk, words. So maybe, maybe they can do it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Real quick, Sam, appreciate you joining us. We got to go in a little bit here because I know I'm Nick's sure. got Nick's got a hot date at 10 a.m. He said, uh, "Got a haircut. I got to get. A, I got to get a yeah, little haircut. Yeah, look fly. I, I think people are interested. I know I am about how you got to where you are. Like how how did you get with Bleacher Report? You know, how did you get out to Las Vegas? Because I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there our age that are like, shit. How do I do that? Yeah, it's honestly been a like a really weird path with like a lot of luck. Um, and just like kind of like doing what like you want. So like I started with Turner Sports fresh out of college. And obviously Turner Sports and Bleacher Report um, are partners. So uh, when I was I was done with Turner Sports, I was obviously looking for a job. And I used you know a lot of help at Turner to to land at Bleacher Report. When I started Bleacher Report, I was just like kind of a I was I worked on our app. Um, I did I worked on. NBA stuff a lot, but in my free time, I'm like, like, I just love betting so much that I started a, 
I just like started covering it for Bleacher Report and our app. So I, I made a stream in the Bleacher Report app called like sports betting. And on the side, I was just like, kind of like doing it and not because like, I really thought it would lead to anything just because like, I really enjoy sports betting and I, li- I like doing it. So I just had some fun with that. And then as you know, sports betting became, begin to get more legalized. I, you know, I tried to get us on Twitter just to do something. And then, it, you know, just like one day, like kind of became like a full-time job because I was just working on it so much. And then like the big like change or like the big moment was when BR made a deal with Caesars Palace. And then that obviously led to me moving to Vegas and everything. But yeah, it was, it's, it wasn't something I like necessarily sought out when I started doing it. It was more just kind of like, not that I'm in a position to give anyone advice, but like do what you want, like yeah. do what you like to do. And then like good things will kind of happen for you if you just kind of like keep at it. And that's kind of what happened with me. That's that's just awesome because Nick was like, oh yeah, we got I got my buddy he lives out in Vegas and he does uh, sports betting stuff full time. I'm like, wait, what? For, yeah, for Bleacher <laughs> Report. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you do that? I was like, that's like a dream job, man. That's that's yeah. that's a really cool story. You were definitely yeah. ahead of the curve on on the whole betting stuff. That's pretty much what I'm in heavy to now, and 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 hopefully going to be continuous continuing in that with the uh, with the betting stuff as it becomes more legalized in more states and that kind of thing but uh you're just on the you're on the front end of the curve it's going to be a wave fucking tsunami coming here especially once sports return yeah but we're still kind of in that place where like if you get on now like you're early like yeah, yeah. no yeah True. and then in three years from now everyone's gonna look back and like why the fuck were we taking this seriously this is running our businesses right so, yep. yep yep it's Absolutely. crazy man it's, it's cool because like you guys are still finding things to do it's got to be it's got to suck to like you know not be able to go to a book and like bet on a, even a baseball game, which is to me the worst to bet on. It just sucks. Uh, it's so long, but at the same time, I mean, you guys are finding ways to you know make make some fun with it. You can go to iRacing, you can go bet on you know streams and shit. And yeah, it's not your ideal thing, but it's it's still pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. It is really weird. Yeah, when when all this first happened, I was like, oh my god, like we're gonna have absolutely nothing to post and like. You know, it's still that every day, like you almost have that challenge of like, what can we find? But yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. Like people, yeah, people love kind of looking back at like old bad beats and stuff. Like it's just funny when we repost that. I'm like, why Why do we want to relive that? You know, those, those are my worst memories. <laughs> and repost like the last play of uh, the 20, this past NFL season where Jameis threw a pick six in overtime and yes. I lost the spread and the over under on God. that play. But it was like, <laughs> reacted well to it yeah absolutely well sam we appreciate your time man we'll we'll definitely make this a regular thing we appreciate the insight and uh hopefully when sports comes back really soon we'll be able to have you on talking about uh your picks and everything where can people follow you and uh and get in touch uh they can follow i follow br betting let's juice our follower numbers br underscore betting on twitter and instagram you know i'll be a company man but also at <laughs> br on twitter and you can follow me on instagram i don't use it but you can follow me to boost those numbers love um, to see it good deal. if we do make this a regular thing i'll be sure to continuously show up 25 minutes later. <laughs> hey, <laughs> absolutely we, we like to call the bruise on the balcony difference uh, man it's all good it's all good that's the bruise <laughs> on the balcony difference right there baby awesome thanks right. sam appreciate it thanks sam Yep. Nick, that's Sam Richmond joining us from Las Sam Vegas, Nevada. Richmond, my boy, my guy, the betting expert out there in, in Las Vegas. Yeah, good, good good buddy of mine from the old MIZ, you know, because the greatest journalism school in the world. We okay, are. Just kind of threw that best. in there. So shot at yeah, uh, Lindenwood. Yeah, we are. We are the best. TJ, we got to wrap up the show, though, because I got to go get a haircut. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's got to uh, go get a haircut uh, real quick. <laughs> 
So the uh, hot day. We should make that a regular thing, though. Sam was good. He was. Uh, yeah, that, that was. Uh, I think that people like the conversation. A good little, little conversation. And I like how you had to move the camera back and forth between us when he, based on how his camera was set up there, you had to like shift it back and forth. Yeah. And then it just said the, the at Nick Yale just stayed on him like the even, whole time. even when he was on the screen. Yeah. That is, that is what you call the bruise on the balcony difference. Yeah. I love this. Work, working on the production, bro. Working on the production, just little by little, making it better and better. So maybe little next time by- we won't have to keep moving the screen around. So that is, that is exactly <laughs> right. If you want to follow us at Bruise BOTV is where you can do it. Uh, you can always get involved in the comments on Facebook. We're live every Monday and Friday, 8.30 to 9.30 or longer, depending on if we have a guest. Obviously, uh, obviously, see, I said your word there, TJ. Obviously, obviously. yeah. You can always uh, leave a voicemail or text into the show at any time, any point, 314-877-8597. We will 100% guarantee play it on the show, and uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a good time. So appreciate Sam for coming on, and give us a follow on social media. Give us a follow. Give him a follow. And, guys, thank you for tuning in on this Friday. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Bye, Netherlands. Bruise on the balcony. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us today on Bruise on the Balcony. Thanks to Sam Richmond for joining us as well from Bleacher Report Betting. Something we want to continue to do is bring on more guests. So if you have any guests that you think would be great for the show, uh, give us a text to 314-877-8597 or email myself, tjweber at weberyalemedia.com. All right, guys, have a good weekend. See you Monday.